What does an entrepreneur do? Uh, most entrepreneurs have no idea, most likely. In fact, I couldn't even spell entrepreneur until I are one. Today, we're gonna break down what an entrepreneur does and the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make so that you don't have to make them too. Hello and welcome back to Midwest Mindset, the podcast that makes marketing easy to understand and simple to do. I'm Matt Tompkins of Two Brothers Creative, where we believe that every business deserves affordable and effective marketing. You give us 30 minutes, we give you 30 days of content. Check it out at thecontentbox.com. And now I would like to introduce the other brother. Who's that? His name is Benjamin Michael. That's, that's Ben's uh, real name. That's my um, middle. You're middle giving away. Why don't yeah. you just give everyone my social security number while you're at it? Do you have two names? Five oh six two one nine three. That's not it. You got one number wrong. I know it was Myerdens. I gave away Myerdens. He's he's screwed now. He does not have an identity. It's probably not even his real one. Uh, probably not. I, I, yeah, <laughs> he's like a CIA spy. I'm pretty sure our producer Myerdens. But Ben, uh, Michael Tompkins, Mike Tompkins, Mike. Can I call you Mike? Uh, no. Okay, I don't Mike, know Mike Tompkins, and I'll be Wayne, because that's my middle name, Wayne Tompkins. Okay. Mike and Wayne, Wayne and Mike. All right. Why don't you introduce everybody, because I feel like um, you know, you're working on all these these jokes in this like stand-up comedy. I feel like Austin Anderson here, he's a stand-up comedian. I really want to see if your material holds up. So Ben, I'm putting you on the spot. Introduce the rest of us. I don't have any jokes. I don't, I've never done stand-up in my life, but okay. <laughs> Well, in the run of the board back there, we got the one and only Myerden McHugh. Uh, Myerden McHugh, he looks like the kind of guy who uh, apologizes during sex a lot. Oh, he That's, does. He does that. <laughs> he, he does, does it. Uh, yes. Then when he's sitting, to, <laughs> I think I think he does. He apologizes before too. Like right. Very preemptive. I'm sorry. Apologies. This is going to happen to you. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sitting to my right, we've got the uh, one and only Austin Anderson, the new uh, new addition to the TBC crew. Austin, you look like the kind of guy who has a closet full of overalls. Oh. Is that true? Am I anywhere near? I, I have one pair. One pair of overalls. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to be honest. Austin Anderson has one of the most unique approaches to style I think I've seen in a while. Because like today he's got, it's like a, it's like a Miami Vice meets biker meets uh, Midwestern Idaho cowboy, you know, retiree. <laughs> like, the, yeah, it's kind of what it is. And I, uh, I bought these jeans at the Goodwill when my wife forced me to go there on Sunday. Oh, nice. I feel like the shirt, like from the waist up, it's like I'm an Idaho potato farmer yeah. who retired early, invested well in Bitcoin, and then the boots are like I'm a biker, like I rode here on my Harley, but then the hair, it's just like full Miami Vice action. Yeah. So well done is what I'm saying. Okay. Well done. Yeah. Well done. And then uh, to my left, we have the owner of Two Brothers Creative. Oh, shit. Don't let people know that. The uh, the one who started it all, the kind of guy, you look like the kind of guy, speaking of potatoes, you look like the kind of guy who eats a lot of potatoes with nothing else on them, just whole potatoes. Like oh. you eat them like an apple. Oh, Raw. wow. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the kind of guy you look like. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. That's it. I mean, I can see how I look like that guy. I do eat a lot of potatoes, though. Mashed potatoes, baked potatoes. And I don't eat them raw. Uh, side note, my head, when I shave it, it looks like a lumpy potato. Mm. So Maybe you're turning into me. a potato. I'm probably, yeah. I remember in high school, they, they we did like mohawks and then we shaved our heads and everybody thought I had like some really bad disease <laughs> for like <laughs> three or four too. weeks. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, son, 
you shouldn't be out at the Walmart. You should be home resting. Um, so today we're talking about what does an entrepreneur do? And if you don't know what an entrepreneur is, well, you're not alone. I don't, I don't know if this is actually defined for people who get into business. People like to say I'm an entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurial ship, entrepreneurialism. Yeah. It's, it rolls off the tongue. But what is an entrepreneur and what does an entrepreneur actually do? And we're going to dive into the top nine mistakes that entrepreneurs most often make so that hopefully you don't have to make them too. Uh, so I want to hear from you guys, though. What does an entrepreneur do? When I say entrepreneur, it's like, hey, Bob, you hear Bob? He's an entrepreneur now. Mm. What's Bob the entrepreneur doing, Ben? Um, I think uh, Bob doesn't have a job. Mm. That's what I normally, that's what I used to think before I started working here. When someone's like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. It's like somebody saying I'm a life coach. It's not, it's like, okay, well, you probably, you probably don't have a job. You don't have to get a license, <laughs> probably are, certified or a you degree. You probably made a lot of bad investments. Oh, so you and, didn't go to college. Right. An entrepreneur is really just, a, you have a job that you can't get fired from. That's really all it is. But now yeah. that I've, I know, and I've met many entrepreneurs, um, the first thing I think of is, if you're a successful entrepreneur, um, just hardworking, driven, um, business-minded thinker. Business-minded thinker. That was my high school band, yeah. actually. Um, it's interesting, though, because all those things you mentioned, the hard worker, the you know long hours, we think of those first, but those are not at all related or connected to what defines a successful entrepreneur. You know, We've mentioned like 51% of all businesses fail in their first three to five years. Only 6% will ever reach a million dollars a year in uh, uh, recurring or gross revenue for a year, um, which are some staggering stats. Yeah, I was blown away to hear that. Everybody works hard. Not everybody. I mean, like our cousin Adam, he's pretty lazy. He's pretty lazy. He's potato. doing his thing. He's just chilling. He's just chilling out in California. But <laughs> the hard work isn't enough to do it. So Austin, for you, what does an entrepreneur, what defines an entrepreneur? Um, someone who is trying to get people to give them money and then crying. So like a, a <laughs> like a carny, I think is what you're describing. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I don't know. There's, there's the freedom aspect of it, you know, kind of like a free spirit or free, free bird <laughs> Yeah, where you're like, all right, I'm going to do this like you have a vision and you know, maybe you've worked at other places and didn't quite fit. And you're like, no, I, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this my own. I see it uh, working a better way. I think that was beautiful. That was, yeah, that was like poetry. I <laughs> kind of lost my train of thought. I think entrepreneurs, this isn't a mistake on our list, but I would say I would define it as what I most commonly see. Entrepreneurs try to be everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. They try and micromanage. They're too emotionally involved in every single decision. And I think that's a big contributing factor why people work really, really hard and long hours, but most businesses don't succeed. You know, right. most of them fail. And so most entrepreneurs are actually solopreneurs. It's like, a, I don't know what the statistic is, like 80 or 90% of the entrepreneurs in the, in the United States are solopreneurs. So it's just them, just yeah. solo. Um, and you know, you look at like real estate agents, that talk about a self-proclaimed uh, solopreneur. The average salary of a real estate agent though is like 17 grand a year and the age is 60, it's 65% women. So we have these like misconceptions of what is an entrepreneur, what do they do? And we see entrepreneurs make these mistakes left and right. I think I, when I look this up on the Google, I don't know if you've heard of this thing, I think that's how you say Google? it. The Google. Um, it's either that or it I'm was my, my face or 
face space. One of those my grandma was telling me about. So here's the list of like typical responsibilities for an, an entrepreneur. Planning and directing daily operations. Um, having new ideas. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Ben does that every day. I like the second one. The first yeah. one is, I, I think, difficult means. for a lot of people. Managing conflicts. Um, learning uh, supervision, sales, and marketing, or overseeing supervision, sales, and marketing. So your your entrepreneur, though, I because there's different roles. You have like your uh, like your visionary integrator, depending on if you're EOS or what platform, what operating system you're looking at. You have, I think they call it an orchestrator uh, or a what's the conductor maestro a maestro there you go an opus i think an entrepreneur though you have to be first and foremost you have to be uh willing to eat crow not literally but like you have to be humble to be able to recognize your own flaws yeah i mean would you agree like that is a, a commonality we see with a lot of entrepreneurs and why a lot of entrepreneurs struggle is because they don't want to face reality or the truth yeah and think, okay, you know what? I need to hire somebody who's better at this than me and let them take the lead on this. You gotta do some intro, uh, introspection and do some, be self-aware. Mm -hmm. well, you know like, what you're good at and what you're Did you not. take and mushrooms before this? I feel like you're very <laughs> chill and wise today all of a sudden. <laughs> I think it's just the, towards the end of the day. Yeah. I'm like, like uh. really mellowed out. I think any in any profession, um, being able to take criticism and feedback and learn and grow and not let it, break you down having a thick skin you're going to succeed and that's what entrepreneurs have to do i mean you fail probably more than the average person in most jobs oh, yeah. but not being being able to get back up and keep going and build from that is is huge but that that applies to any profession or anything in life really it's just on a different scale with when you when you own a business or you're on your own if you're a solopreneur or you have employees it is a different uh, scale or different level of just pure terror that you have to compartmentalize on a consistent, you know, hour by hour daily basis. Yeah. And you're right about that because you really do. Like if you're like, Oh, I got a, all these expenses I have to pay coming up, but where is the money going to come? Like you yeah, have to yeah. put that in a box somewhere in your mind. Yep. Otherwise you will, you will not sleep. Mm -hmm. You'll just be in a constant state of panic. You got to be like, all right, it's going to come, but I'm going to put this in my mind where, I can't think about it. It's kind of like how uh, syphilis killed Al Capone, right? I mean, we all know this story very yeah, well. I didn't right? see this. this yeah. Coming. So Al Capone had had this uh, approach to when he was told he has syphilis, right? And it will kill you or it will eat away your brain, right? Slowly. Um, or maybe it was chlamydia. It was one of those uh, bad syphilis. ones. It was, it was syphilis. syphilis. Okay. Who right. knew ben that knows. it wasn't a bullet that would kill him, but his own dick. So Al Capone was just in denial. So he's in prison and they're like, hey, we wanna give you treatment, we wanna give you penicillin for the syphilis you have that's gonna likely kill you. And he's like, nope, not gonna think about it. Yeah. Not, gonna, not gonna think about it, there's nothing to see here. And he just was like, you know, deaf, blind, ignorant, he, intentionally, where he's like, I'm not even gonna pretend like what they're telling me is actually happening. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs have the Al Capone syphilis syndrome. Because which it was a curable I'm trying to get that disease. hashtag going, by the At way. At that time, it but was curable. Correct? It was curable. Yeah, they had yeah, penicillin. And that's, yeah. yeah, it's a good It was an good easy analogy. fix. Yeah. An easy, it was like yeah. a shot and you're good. And now? Yeah, but a lot of entrepreneurs <laughs> have the Al Capone syphilis syndrome. Hashtag. And <laughs> that's a great book title. I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start doing that afterwards. Instead of going hashtag before, I'm just gonna do it afterwards. Yeah. You know, like you know, Al Capone syphilis syndrome hashtag. 
<laughs> but a lot of entrepreneurs have that that fault. It's like a, a, a fault or a flaw that they have where I'm just going to be in denial. I'm not going to, I'm going to be stubborn about it. I'm going to pretend like, okay, I'm looking at my bank account. There's one side of that where it's like, okay, well, I don't know how I'm going to get an extra 10 grand to make payroll this month in 10 days. And I'm just going to ignore it entirely. Or you could be like, okay, I got to compartmentalize this. I can't ignore it. You know, um, let's follow up with some invoices and make sure people are paid up and see what's going on with our, our cash flow. Uh, and so that Al Capone syphilis syndrome hashtag is, it's a real business killer though. Both, I mean, metaphorically and literally, like if you have syphilis and you're refusing to treat it, not going to be good if you're an entrepreneur either. Yeah, your business will fail. Yes. Along with your life. And you're, well, along with your sex life, probably <laughs> not going to do very well either. So we're talking about some of the mistakes. So an entrepreneur, though, I feel like is the leader of the organization. Uh, they are the face, the core, the, the core values stem from them. And you look at any company, doesn't matter how big or small it is, even if you're a solopreneur, entrepreneurs at the top are what set the tone for the entire company. And I'm a big believer in this. Like you can't really get mad at somebody who's on your team for making a mistake because they're just following what you're doing, you know? So if you come in as an entrepreneur and you're like hung over every day and you just are, you're phoning it in or you're not going through the proper uh, processes, procedures, and just having systems in place, well, your employees, your staff, your team, they're going to follow what you're doing. So right. it's a reflection of the leadership. So I think the most important thing that an entrepreneur does is effectively build a team and lead the team, right? Getting those like A players, those top talent people that you want on your team and, and then leading them. And leadership is not easy. Like most people who think they're like a good leader, it's this ready aim fire approach, which is not how you should shoot a gun because oh. it's very dangerous. Yeah, you'll get in trouble. Yeah. He'll do something bad. Ben does that outside on the highway all the time with his cap gun. I'll shoot at birds. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> is. Bad. That's why you go on those walks around the building. Yes. Pow, mm -hmm. pow. He gets <laughs> he gets uh, 12 caps per day that he gets mm -hmm. to go fire off. I like the smell. Yeah. Sulfur. He, go, he goes into your office. Can I get another cap? Ben, that was that's good your today. 17th cap today, buddy. All right, so let's... <laughs> Let's take a look at some of the other, the, the top nine mistakes that entrepreneurs make. Um, failure to plan. What was that, 18, where he's like, mm. I love it when a plan comes together, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there's a quote, I'll probably butcher it, it's one of my favorite, but a goal without a plan is just a wish. And yeah. I feel like that hopium drug we talk about, like hope and just hoping it'll fix it or wishing, um, it's not gonna do anything. It might make you feel a little better in the moment, but. Um, you really have to have a plan and it doesn't mean you have to have like everything laid out from day one or a business plan from day one. But if you're not having some sort of strategy organization, that's a big one. I had a, uh, sales manager in radio and she was great. And, um, her line and it always stuck with me and I don't know if she got it from somewhere else, but it was, you know, make the plan, work the plan. Mm -hmm. Those that's, you know, right. That's simple to follow. I mean, a plan is like through. It's a checklist. It's a system. It's just, it doesn't yeah. have to be super complicated. It's just, right. okay. You're when you go to the grocery store, you go with a, a grocery list, right? Shopping list. Not me. Unless I just go, he just wings it. Then go he just goes there it. and buys meatloaf supplies. You right. probably go there when you're, you're really hungry too. Don't you? Mm -hmm. It's the worst. Worth That's why the other, yeah. The other day it was like, I was up till midnight making meatloaf. Yeah. I yeah. Meatloaf and mashed potatoes at midnight. 
And I was trying to figure it out because your wife shared how much you spend monthly on groceries and I am struggling to do the math. But if you're going there when you're hungry and without a list, that makes sense. That <laughs> makes total sense. Um, yeah, she's shared a lot about your personal life, Ben. And uh, <clears throat> we're going to get to that in future episodes. Um, another mistake is all talk, no action. So this is the Ooh. false bravado, right? So many people are the guilty of that. Entrepreneurs are notorious for their egos. I mean, we all have an ego, right? But yeah. entrepreneurs, by and large, it is, it's a confidence game. So you have to kind of fake it till you make it to a degree. But you have to be able to back it up at least somewhat at some point. Right, right yeah. There are so many people that fake it, but then never mm -hmm. back it up. Yeah. And then you just realize that, oh, you're an insane person. Yeah, that's a sociopath is what that <laughs> yes. is. Yeah, it's a sociopath. There's a lot of them. Um, not asking for help is another mistake. How do you feel about leaders who ask for help? Do you respect them more? Do you respect them less? I respect them more. Right. Yeah. I respect everyone more if they're willing to ask for help. And I think not even just asking for help, but sharing that you're struggling with something yeah. or that you need a break or you need, you know, whatever. It might yeah. Be, right? And not having the Superman syndrome. Yes. Where you just think that you like can handle everything. And Much better everything. than the syphilis syndrome. Yeah. Yes. Hashtag. And I have the Superman syndrome. It's just where I walk around in red Spanx. It's not really a Superman outfit. It's just kind of my thing. You know, it's, my, it's my Tuesdays, yeah, right? We'd be uh, bothered you know. by it, but you look good in it. So. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. I mean, I spend like four so hours manscaping just to be able to pull off those red Spanx. And I was shocked to find it was painted. Yeah, the tube socks I painted with spray paint <laughs> to look red. So um, impatience this is a, a big one like shiny object syndrome is a notorious virus within the entrepreneurial uh, community and not having the patience to give things the time uh, th that they need that are due uh, that is a big mistake and it's really hard because you get very passionate and excited about things and you want to go 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 and mm -hmm. I'm horrible at this but you end up saying yes 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 to too many things or too quickly and then you know one day Ben's going to just have a total meltdown and really just kind of snap at you in a way. Get all that, those caps. You know, yeah. uh, he just started shooting his cap gun at me in the office and was saying curse words I don't even know I've never heard before. I don't know where they came. I don't know if they're English or what, but. So when you know I'm mad, I start making up curse words. What's a good Ooh. curse word that you made up? Blubba. Blubba. Yeah, mine is Dave Nabity. That's a good one. Like Dave Nabity. Like that's that's a person, like, man. That's a, well, I know the name a of a person. Yeah, but that's a good curse yeah. But it's a good actually. curse word, though. I feel like <laughs> if I was Dave Nabity, I would totally take that yeah. and own that. Right. I take Dave Nabity's name in vain all the time. If you're wondering who Dave Nabity is, by the way, it's a local um, almost politician. Uh, he was on the city council in Omaha, Nebraska, where we're based out of. But uh, I think yeah. uh, maybe I don't know. I mean, he's you know, I know he drives a convertible and he loves that thing. What like kind? A, is it a Chrysler? Like a VW Bug or something like oh, one nice. of those like kind of, you know, not a normal one, but like it's still a, it's like a convertible. Yeah. You know? No. Um, another mistake, hiring friends. So I guess. Uh-oh. We need to make some cuts. Yeah, you hired your brother. <laughs> yeah. I know. You got I hired you got family, family and, and two friends. friends. Yeah. <laughs> Every <And hood>. <laughs> <laughs> family, two friends, and three strangers from Mexico. That sounds like a sitcom sitcom there yeah um hiring friends is tough though too and there's this exercise you can do with your leadership team where you 
you have everybody write down, um, put a name and assign a role. And sometimes there'll be like six, seven people in this meeting and there's only three names that have been written down on all the sheets. So you got four people sitting there with no designated responsibilities. And that happens a lot when you are just hiring friends and it's really hard to have blunt conversations because it's a business. It's not personal. It's not a family, right? I mean, you family is grandma, you know, you can't fire grandma for, you know, ruining the mashed potatoes and I've been you tried push her down the stairs. You can. Yes. And been mm -hmm. tried. Uh, fortunately she had one of those electric chairs that caught her and took her all the way down nice and slow. So it worked out. She's, she's, she was notorious. It was notorious. Uh, the Nola. Best. I don't even know what your grandma looks like, but my visual was oh, awesome. Our grandma Nola is like, if there was a picture of a grandma in the dictionary, it would be her. Like it was just, you know, I mean, next to like homemade milkshakes, mashed potatoes, fried chicken, and, uh, the best hugs ever. That's, oh, yeah. that's notorious Nola right there. Um, but hiring friends is tough and you really only want to do that or work with family. If you know, for sure you can manage it and it can work. And Ben and I have worked together for like 15 I know. years. Like Ben just can't get enough. I think where that goes wrong is if people like a friend needs a job, but they're not really, they don't have any experience for whatever you're going to hire them for or, um, training or passion and you're just like mm -hmm. oh yeah you need a job yeah come do this that's where i've seen it go bad and i think because like, I, I thought about this when when you came on board because you know we've known each other for quite a while yeah. doing the tv show and everything and so it was like okay well i i know he's capable we have like we're friends so we know each other so on the flip side like there's trust so you know you can trust a friend right most well most friends some friends some are just jerks but I had to look at it and say, okay, but can I separate like in the work day, like, can we separate it where it's like, okay, so then there's that separation of, I don't know, not powers, but like separation yeah. of like roles or responsibilities where it's still work. We still got to like have quality standards and critique each other constructively. But, um, having a friend that you can trust or a brother, you can sometimes trust, um, who occasionally steals your left sock when you're taking it's it out all I've stolen it is a it is a, a plus um it's just you got to kind of know it's such a weird gray area yeah you know um it's kind of like dating your your fourth cousin it's like why did it take four cousins to figure out that's yeah you shouldn't be well, I think it comes with I think it comes with age and maturity yeah don't you like like the older oh that, for sure that uh don't you hire get. your best friend when you're in your 20s yeah no then then you guys will probably both just party all the time and yeah the business yeah. will go away I mean, yeah, especially if you were in a fraternity yeah. just coming out of college with wow. yeah, that would be the recipe for disaster. Um, forgetting the customer is a big mistake. And I think this is like maybe one of the biggest on the whole list because that's what the entire business should be focused on. And we forget about the customer. Oh, when I say we, I just mean entrepreneurs in general a lot, like way too much. We don't focus on the customer. We focus on ourselves or the business. And so forgetting the customer is a big mistake. Um, this one is fearing theft, fearing theft. I don't even understand what that means. Maybe I read my hand handwriting. Right I here. scribbled that on after uh, I did you saw write, uh, is, Ben wait, steal a bunch is of that coffee. feral theft. <laughs> you write feral theft to get on here. We're not talking about that. Uh, last couple here. Um, so perfectionism is another one. And this is when I kind of hate this word because people always say this in interviews, like what's your, what's your 
what's your downside or what's your weakness? Right? Well, I'm a perfectionist. They, they say that it's a weakness. Yeah. I struggle with it, but, um, I don't know. It's weird. You want it to be the best, but like, then you can, it can just waste your time and mm-hmm. it's kind of hard. To, There's like a, I don't forget who said it, but it's like, fuck it, ship it or something like that. Or like, maybe it, maybe it was I jewel. Should, I think it was the company jewel. So maybe it's not that great, but I think they, adapted. but actually I like that. It's like, fuck it, ship it. If it's at like 70%, get it out into the yeah. world. That is a, that is a mistake we see a lot, especially with like websites and graphics oh, design. And you can go like, down yeah. forever. Cause oh, it, can, yeah. it can never be perfect. You can always find like a mistake mm-hmm. here or there. Mm-hmm. So that's nobody wants perfect. things. Thing. Nobody wants perfect. Right. Like imperfection I, is actually yeah. what people seek. Yeah. And authenticity. Um, the last mistake here is, uh, leading sales. It's like leading sales, knowing how to actually lead your sales team, because without sales, your business isn't going to grow. It's not going to succeed. And, uh, it doesn't matter how, great all these other th- mistakes are that you avoided if you're not bringing revenue in you're not going to be in business for very long and i think sales is such an important and old school tactic like uh, cold calling people is still the top way to like drum up new business and sales but not a lot of people want to do it or oh. learn how to do it right so um so there you have it those are the mistakes ben okay. we'll just avoid we'll just avoid those yeah we'll just avoid those i like how those <laughs> And they really are the the hardest ones to become disciplined in. Yeah, I discipline mean, is really that's the, if you want to pick an extra one, a bonus. Yeah, discipline is the biggest challenge in business because yeah. it is so hard to be consistent and with the boring shit that's like no fun. Like this isn't sexy to do my TPS reports, you know? Yeah. Like come on, I don't want to do P and Ls all day long, and um, it is important. So having dip- discipline. Uh, speaking of discipline, uh, that is our episode. Is we got to. I don't know. Was that, was that a good? We got to we got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. Yeah, we're going to stay disciplined and not go over our 27 minute mark here today right. on the show. So thank you so much for joining us here on Midwest Mindset. You can learn more about us at thecontentbox.com, where if you give us 30 minutes, we give you 30 days of content. Plus Ben gives you a shoulder.